everyone. Welcome to the Beauty and Behavior Podcast. I'm your host, Diane Sorensen, mother, grandmother, former teacher, and currently supporting parents who want to understand their children's behavior at a deeper level. This is where we talk about changing our perception and limiting beliefs around behavior to a more conscious approach to understanding ourselves, each other, and our most vulnerable population, our children. I share my self-discovery journey and what I've learned along the way and what I'm currently discovering as I continue evolving on this journey. My hope is that as we become more conscious of how we show up for ourselves, our children, and others, that we'll discover the beauty that lies within us all. So I hope you enjoy today's show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Happy New Year. We've made it to 2021. I hope you are all doing well, and I hope uh, the first few days uh, in your new year are going well. Um, So instead of the traditional New Year's resolutions, I like to have a word or a few words um, for the new year. And so how do I come up with these words? Well, I like to get quiet. You know, I don't think we often don't, you know, just spend enough time with ourselves just in quiet space. So I like to uh, create some, a little bit of time and space for me just to get quiet, be by myself, observe you know, my thoughts and just in journal, a lot of times I'll journal and just see what comes out of that. And so the words that came up for me for 2021 are confidence, connections, and abundance. So we'll see how that plays out in 2021 or what that all comes to mean. Uh, But so I'd love to hear what your words are or or your resolutions or your goals for the new year. And if you're willing, I would love for you to subscribe and rate and review the podcast. And it would help me, and I would be so appreciative to it, but it helps me to connect with you, the audience which is one of my words for the year, connection. So I would be grateful if you would be willing to rate and review the podcast. Okay, so let's dive into today's topic, which is how do I get my child to cooperate? So I often get uh, parents asking, you know, how do I get my kids to, you know, do various things? How do I get my kids to go to bed? How do I get my kids to listen? How do I get my kids to stop fighting? And essentially what I think we're actually looking for is cooperation. We want our children to cooperate. So how do we get cooperation? How do we gain cooperation from our children. We do this by transforming how we respond to them. And that comes with a heightened awareness to how we are currently reacting to them. So we react to things all day long on autopilot. 
have you ever do you have you ever driven somewhere and then you don't remember how you got there? Like you don't remember driving through half the route or through the you know some of those traffic traffic lights. Um, it's because we're on autopilot, and our brain is set up to do that to pick up uh, patterns and run on autopilot. However, we can retrain our brain for new patterns and become more conscious of our actions because our actions and our energy and our words matter. So when we want to know how to get our kids to do all these different things, the truth is I can't tell you how to get your child to do any of those things. But what we can do is work towards how you respond to those various scenarios. And changing ourselves is possible. And it has a profound impact on our children's behavior. So then often and naturally, parents go to, so my child's behavior is my fault? And this is not about blame. In fact, placing blame and the need to be right is part of the problem. That the need to be right gets in the way of creating healthy relationships. And the problem with the need to be right is that somebody needs to be wrong. Somebody needs to be wrong in order for me to feel right. And right is equated with better than. Wrong is equated with less than. So somebody has to be le- feel less than so I can feel better than and I can feel good. Because feeling, being wrong feels really crappy. And we don't want to feel like that. So we fight to be right. And we're not even conscious of this. But it's a better than, less than mentality. Creates a better than, less than environment where we're always fighting to prove our worth. So essentially, being right says I'm better and you're less. And traditionally, in our parent-child relationships, the parent always is right, right? The parent is supposed to have the control, is supposed to have the power, and it creates an environment where the parent is better than or superior, which leaves then the child always feeling wrong or less than and feeling inferior and ultimately feeling powerless. And that creates power struggles. And it also creates sibling rivalry. It, that better than, less than mindset created through the need to be right is discouraging. And it creates the need to defend. So to, to defend their worthiness, to, to defend that they're better than. Because better than says, I'm valued. And to be valued, I have to be better than. So kids fight for their value and their worth. And they will do this verbally 
or physically. So when they quarrel or they nag each other or they're bickering about, you know, small things, it's not about those things. It's about something much bigger. It's about their sense of value, their worth, the need to be right, to feel okay, to feel good enough. And the more discouraged a child feels, the more inadequate they feel and the more aggressive they'll become. Again, either verbally aggressive or physically. And how many of us have become adults who don't feel good enough? I think the majority of us battle with the I'm not enough. I'm not good enough to blank. You fill in the blank. For me, it was recently, it was, I'm not good enough to have a podcast, but I did it anyway. And that's what we have to do. We have to push through those beliefs because I'm not good enough is a belief. It's a mindset that was programmed into us. We're not born with some of us innately good enough and some innately not good enough. No, we are innately good and we are all enough. And this not enoughness gets programmed into us through the culture, through the mindset. And our parents and generations before them didn't know this. They weren't taught this. There there wasn't this awareness. And so now we are coming into this awareness. This is our work to do, to change our mindset so our children do feel worthy and valued and good enough. And that is the answer to how we get our kids to change their behavior, is to give them a different mindset. A a mindset that transforms how they show up in the world, which then transforms the behavior. And it starts with us. It starts changing our own mindset because we can't give what we don't have. So the shift is, and I talk about shifts a lot because I believe when we make a shift, it has a profound impact on our children and others in our lives. So the shift here is from having to be right to working as a team. And ask yourself, do I want to be right or be in a healthy relationship with my children? Now, some people would say, I need to be right to be happy. And that's because of how that was programmed into you, that you have to be right to be worthy. And so to be happy, you need to know your worth. Absolutely. But our worth doesn't come from diminishing someone else. So again, do I want to be right 
or do I want to be in a healthy relationship with my child or others? And do I want to be right and model that mindset to my children? Or do I want to be the model of healthy relationships for my children so that they have healthy relationships in their life? Because here's the deal. Our relationship with our child models to them how to be in a relationship with others. And healthy relationships create cooperation. And that's what we really want, right? Cooperation, not so much compliance. Um, That's just what we've been conditioned to do to get our kids to comply or to behave. There is another way. And that's through cooperation. And that's about building connections and encouraging environments. And this is what I team up with parents to create in their homes and their lives. And it takes work and a willingness to do the work, which also takes a shift in mindset from, you know, we live in a culture of, Uh, instant gratification and quick fixes, uh, one-on-one or or a one-and-done, a one-and-done, we're checking the boxes, um, or blame, believing that someone else needs to change. It's not me. So shifting that mindset to digging in and doing the work ourselves without the need to change someone else and doing it with consistency over time. That's what creates behavior change. And that's how we transform behavior. We don't get our children to do things. We transform how we respond to them. So my coaching programs are open right now and I only have a limited number of seats. So get on a call and let's do this in 2021. And if the seats are filled, you can get on my wait list. So have a great rest of your week and we'll talk again soon. Thank you for tuning in to the Beauty and Behavior Podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's show. I'm so very grateful for all of you who are showing up here with me because I believe subtle shifts create big impact. How we show up in our life, in our relationships, or our parenting impact our life, our children's lives, and the world. If you're ready to brave the wilderness of your beautiful soul, live life from the inside out, and create the life you want to live, head over to my website at diansorensen.net and get on my calendar to see if the Beauty and Behavior family is the right fit for you. I got you, and we'll talk again soon.